Hi everyone, this is Anna, and you're listening to my podcast on Heaven and Hell. Welcome back everyone to the Summer Reading Plan. I hope you're all having fun reading through the Book of Romans with me. We're more than halfway through. The end is really in sight and that makes me sad because I've, I've had so much fun. But if you are having fun and if you don't mind or if you haven't already, would you mind rating the podcast? Um, and if you want to leave a review, that would be amazing too. I know that's a very podcasty thing to say, but it really does help to get the message of how fun and how important it is to read the Bible out there to more listeners. And that's what we want. We want more people reading their Bibles, more people understanding, and more people having fun doing it. So, okay, I'm done with that. And I'm ready to move on to the next chapter of Romans. I know we've been doing... um approximately half a chapter each day and I was going to just go ahead and talk about all of chapter 12 today because it's just 20 verses they're pretty straightforward but um, I'm actually just going to talk about like the first two verses of Romans today and then talk about the rest of it tomorrow Um, but the way I'm going to put upload it is half today and half tomorrow, but it's just 20 verses. So reading it two days, read, go ahead and read the whole chapter today. And if you haven't already and read the whole chapter again tomorrow. Um, but like I said, this chapter is pretty straightforward and it's kind of weird, right? Because Paul spent the first 11 chapters in just this deep theological talk And um, then he gets to chapter 12 and it's like, okay, now let me put the kid gloves on. There's actually a good reason for that. And it's not just something Paul does in his letter to the Romans. In fact, this is part of Paul's writing style. Um, I need you to remember all the way back to the first episode. It might have even been the introductory episode when we talked about Paul's letter form he uses the same format for all of his letters. He starts with the opening in which he states who he is, who he's writing to, and gives a benediction or a prayer. Then he usually writes a thanksgiving section where he tells why he is thankful for the people to whom he is writing. And after that is the body of the letter, and this is where he addresses all the issues. In the letter to the Romans, that would be the second half of chapter one, all the way through chapter 11, where he addresses like ethnicity issues in the church and how Jewish history fits into the present day of that time, church. Um, those were all issues that he was working through, the gospel message. And after, so, but in his letter format, after he does that, after the body, after he addresses the issues, he includes the paraneses, which means practical application and then he'll have the closing so chapter 12 the chapter we're talking about today begins this section of the paranesis if i'm saying that right or the practical application which is why it's just very straightforward because it's practical 
advice for Christian living. So we won't dig into this chapter too much today, but I do want to point out one of my favorite words in the whole Bible right here. Let's see. Um, in chapter 12, verse 1, it's a great verse, and it's worth just reading here. And So I'm going to read it, and then we'll talk about it. It says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. My favorite word is in this verse, and it is, dun, 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 therefore. I know it's weird, but as we say in elementary school, anytime you see a therefore, you have to ask, what's it there for? Therefore means that's why. And there are four instances of therefore in Romans. And I'm going to let you look the rest of them up yourself after this because you're going to be so curious. You're going to go back and find them. And the reason I love this word is because it just makes sense. And when you're reading and you see it, you know what to do. You can, um, so, well, you're going to know what to do after I tell you. So whenever, and it's not just um, the Bible either. Like that's what this word is there for. <laughs> um, it gives explanation. It explains why this um, piece of information falls into this sequence. Um, it's part of like a cause and effect. So anytime we see the word therefore, we can go back and look at what the text said right before. And then we put that's why where we see the word therefore. So let's do that. Let's think about everything that we've read so far. And I'm going to go back specifically to chapter 11, and I'm going to start in verse 33, and I'm just going to start reading, and then I'm going to read chapter 12, verse 1, and instead of saying, therefore, I'm going to say, that's why. So, uh, this is 1133. Oh, the depth of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and how inscrutable his ways. For who has known the mind of the Lord or who has been his counselor? Or who has given a gift to him that he might be repaid? For from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be glory forever. Amen. That's why I appeal to you, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. So, why should we present our bodies as a living sacrifice to God? Because he is the wise one. He is the one with all the knowledge. His judgments are unsearchable. His ways are impossible to understand. That's what inscrutable means. Why wouldn't we want to give him complete control of our lives? And if we do, how do we do that? Well, verse 2 tells us to be transformed by the renewal of our mind, so that by testing, you can discern what is the will of God. And when we think about the knowledge of God and the wisdom of God and his ways, everything that we read in chapters 1 through 11 just supports how infinite his knowledge and wisdom are. So it's just a great transition here into this practical application section. 
and I don't have time today to jump into the rest of these scriptures, but we will come back to it tomorrow. So I'll just leave you with this. Um, the rest of chapter 12 tells us how to let what God has done for us, that transformation, um, how to let it be reflected in our relationships, our relationship with God, our relationship with the body of Christ and our relationship even with our enemies. So we'll talk about that tomorrow. And um, that's it for today. So I'll talk to you guys later.